welcome to the Juicy Living Podcast. My name is Tara, I am your host, and this series is designed to inspire you to design your most juicy and beautiful life. Tune in. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm so honored to share this next episode with you guys. I had the privilege of working with this lovely woman um, on a couple book projects, Courageous Hearts and Shine. Um, So we are going to be joined by Mel Dane. She is an international speaker. She's a best-selling author. Um, She is host of the Awakening Divine Wildness podcast. And in this episode, we are talking about her international best-selling book, Broken Open. So listen in and learn how to move from heartache and pain to forgiveness and freedom so that you can live a radiant life. And Mal really invites women to embrace their divine wildness. So there's so much juiciness in this one, so much wisdom. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Welcome here today, Mel. I'm so happy to be back. It's going to be fun. Tell us a little bit bit about where the inspiration for this book came. Well, uh, I like to write about real life events. And the greatest challenges I've had in my life have been my best teachers. So I feel that I I want to share that wisdom with other women. I want to share those lessons. This particular situation... When I was broken open, heartbreak, heartbroken, just felt like a you know, like I had been gutted like an animal. I tried to find resources that would help me heal my broken heart. I went to support groups, I um, meetups, I books, but everything was geared towards the other person and their behavior, and there was nothing in there about, hey, what do I do? to make myself feel better. And I said, boy, if I can figure this out, I'm going to write about it. We need to have some material about how you really feel a broken heart because it is a very, very physical condition. Well, my experience was betrayal in my marriage. And I think that betrayal is maybe the deepest wound a woman can receive. Loss, divorce, all of those things are painful, but betrayal is just rips you wide open. So my first approach was, how how do I deal with this pain? I was Mm -hmm. so overwhelmed with pain that even getting out of bed was a challenge for me. I'm like, how do I I deal with that? Is this ever going to go away? Am I ever going to feel better? And the first thing I realized was I could not push this pain under the carpet, step over it, tuck it away. I was going to have to face this head on and Mm -hmm. allow the feelings that I was having and allow myself to process that pain and kind of understand what I was going through physically. And if I could understand it, my feeling is if you understand something, you can work with it. If you ignore it, deny it, resist it, It comes back, it bites you in the tail 10 times harder, and it pushes you all the way back to square one. 
I know meditation is a huge part of your life and, and you have gratitude practices and journaling practices. Is, is that something that you needed to embrace more of on a daily basis or bring more of into your life to help with the healing process? Fabulous question. I don't think that I could have recognized that I needed to allow my feelings and to, to, to go in the flow of those feelings if I had not had the practice of meditation, journaling, gratitude, because I wouldn't have been conscious enough to say, now allow yourself this, allow yourself time with this to process. I probably would have done more of a pushback, been more in denial, and I would have put myself probably in a far worse position than where I already was. So I think the meditation practice was absolutely a benefit to me from the get-go because I have a little bit calmer mind from 30 years of doing this. So um, I don't, I mean, look at, I can, my buttons can get pushed. <laughs> ego along with the best of them. And want to crack your eyes out in a heartbeat. But you know what? It's not too frequent. I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm more mindful. And I think having that mindfulness is what allowed me to go through this process in a way that I saw levels and tears and um, when I say tears I mean steps that I could take that I could make myself feel better that I could make choices that were in my best interest I immediately pulled back the idea the crazy idea that somebody else's behavior or depending on somebody else to make me feel better or heal was insanity that's I think that's a big lesson for women. They think, well, if he does this or if he does that, I'm going to feel better. And if he says he's so, no, it's not going to help you. That is just frosting on a really crappy situation. All this work comes from within. Journaling is really having a conversation with your soul. I love to call it like looking under the hood. Like in an automobile, you're looking under the hood. You're figuring out what this engine is, this motor that is driving this vehicle, this sacred temple that holds your soul and your heart. And the way to get there is through meditation and journaling. It takes some courage. It's not easy. It takes, you know, some inner work to figure all this stuff out. And when you get to that, that feeling of the dark night of the soul, it's either fall off the freaking cliff or let's do the work and figure this out. And you know, a situation like this, I saw very many women in the sense of five, 10, 15 years out from their relationship, they were still angry and pissed off. And we had so much resentment that many of them had serious health issues. That was such a red flag that we needed to figure something out. I needed to figure something out. How can I help me and help them? Because they're sitting in pain and anger, and I'm not going there. So my dark night of the soul inspired me. And I've been through that dark night of the soul once before in my life, and that was with my alcoholism. When I got to that breaking point that I didn't have one more day in me, that's when I had that dark night of the soul. And I heard another voice that said, 
you can't leave now. You have lessons to learn. And once you master those lessons, you're going to need to go and teach others. Well, here I am again, you know, master the lesson here, figure it out. What's the process? Once you figure it out, you need to go and teach others. And that's what the book is all about. How do we make that circle of transformation from gut-wrenching pain to come back to wholeness and love? got a quote. I'm just going to see if I have the right one here. You said, after heartbreak, is it possible to wear, or it is possible to wear your broken heart as a badge of courage and finally live the life as a whole and uh, as a whole woman? I call it in the book, uncovering your love story. Love story is normally created when we're children up until we're about 11 or 12. That's how we learn about love is from our families. We're domesticated as little children and we pick up beliefs and opinions and rules and how things should be done from our family, from neighbors, from little friends. And we compile all that data and it creates lenses that when we're an adult and in a mature relationship, those are the filters we're using. Um, talk about some different profiles in the book and, you know, based on, on our parents and who was dominant and needs. And it's fascinating that that's the picture of love that we have that we think is how we're supposed to live. They completely lose themselves in a relationship. They're giving, 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 giving to be with that man, to be in that marriage. And then one day they wake up and they go, who the hell am I? And what's left? They are so depleted. If women can keep a better balance, keep their interests, don't give up what's important to them, keep their voice, express how they feel, stuff all those feelings, frustrations, disappointments. It all comes up eventually. What we do as women, we give it all up for the man. I have a philosophy on this. Men are the frosting on the cake. Your life, the ingredients that you put into that cake, the quality of your life is dependent on you. And so the better the ingredients, the better the cake, and then the frosting that goes on that cake will be fabulous. The more we learn about ourselves, the more empowered we become. We need to know what's going on within us, and that's our job. And there are exercises at the end of every chapter. They're writing prompts and there's a journal that comes with the book. I wanted them to understand that this was a very doable process. I just sort of found the pieces and put it together and taking, you know, action steps, like understanding your love story, looking at your relationship history, kind of figuring all of that out, and then getting to a point where you understand that the only way you're going to have freedom out of this whole thing is if you can forgive. You need to be able to forgive that person. And the women that I had seen and worked with and interviewed had never gotten there. They'd never gotten to forgiveness. It was, it was something they couldn't even talk about. So by the time forgiveness comes up in the book, we've done a, we've done a lot of work on ourselves so that we can now look at that concept of forgiveness and finally get into wholeness coming back to the, the ability to love again. It was freeing the cords of my heart that were tied to the pain of that experience. I chose to cut those cords and say, you know what? 
this pain is no longer going to be the dominating factor in my life on a daily basis. And it also was writing, you know, almost like a letter to my ex-husband expressing what I was feeling, but I did it in my journal, but putting all the words down that I wanted to say, but I, I couldn't talk to him at the time and say it because at this point we were not on good terms. And to be able to say those words and express how I felt and to, you know, just not be tied to that situation any longer. It was no longer the tail wagging the dog. I had taken back my power at this point, recognized with that I had the ability within myself to make that transformation that I needed. And it wasn't going to be predicated on anybody else at this point. It was my job, and I was going to do it. The book is dedicated to my ex-husband. He read it before the book was released, and he called me crying. And he said, I just shudder when I read about the pain that I caused you, a woman that I have, I love and still love so dearly, that my unconscious behavior did this to you. Now, this has been so amazing. Um, I, I can't wait to get my hands on this book and to read it and to go through it because I know you're an amazing writer and you've helped so many people. Um, book page is brokenopen-book.com. Then inside the book, um, there is uh, instructions on how to get the journal that works with the book. With every chapter, you can write down all your journaling prompts right there. So that's how you get it, girl, right on Amazon. One thing I'll add, I interviewed like 250 women before I compiled all of this. There's an energetic connection between us. You have that quote, I have to say it, love is your, love is your inner support. My beautiful sister, you're a magnet for your heart's desires. The energy that goes into every single book that gets published through there. Feel more whole, complete, stronger, happier than I ever have in my life. And I want women to see that. Look at, look at me, here I am. I, you know, I went through the fires of hell. I came out naked, but I'm back. When these things happen, like a betrayal or a divorce, a major life challenge, it, it's not happening because we're supposed to be punished and, and to live in pain. We were put here to be very happy campers. Really, our, our divine purpose is happiness, to be loved, to enjoy life. But these challenges are meant to heal something within us that we've been carrying for a very long time. And the only way that we, we seem to get inspired to do the work is by getting hit on the head. Cosmic two by four hadn't come by and <laughs> locked me to my knees, I probably would have just been going on, you know, living my life with um, this stuff still buried in me. So it's, it's all about waking up. That's really what it is. That's so beautifully said, Mel. Oh, thank you so much. So happy to be here with you. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for joining me here today on the Juicy Living Podcast. We hope you had some fabulous takeaways from today's conversation. Tune in next time as we will be back and always live juicy.